88.9 is KWXE Grove, Oklahoma. Christian Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to Proverbs 3130, Woman to Woman. This is Sharon Hoskins, and Janie Ratzliff is here with me. Hi, Janie. Hello, Sharon, on this very windy day. Yes, it is windy out there today. Well, Janie and I are digging into the heart of God. This week, we are going to be diving in a little deeper. (laughs) But last week, we talked about um, having the understanding of who God is as Father, And sometimes we mistake the relationship between who Jesus is and who God is for us. And um, we don't really uh, acknowledge God as Father. And so we're going to look at more of who God is as Father. And one of the things that we decided that we would look at today would be the characteristics of God as uh, a father provider and father protector. And I've got to tell you, Sharon, this has been the week that was. <clears throat> and I've got to use about everything that we were speaking of this week uh, just to apply it to my own life. And in the challenges that we've faced this week, um, you know what became so precious to me was back to Psalms 23. Did you memorize that as a little girl? Uh, oh. I think so, but not uh, not a something that stuck with me. Okay, well, uh, my mom made me memorize 365 verses a year so I could go to camp free. <laughs> so I used Psalms 23 every year, just some of my qualifying verses. Uh-huh. And I have really gone back to Psalms 23 and looked at the depths of what that psalm is saying. And so today as we visit, I want to kind of be like a little sheep or a little lamb and just share with you how the Lord, through Psalms 23, as the great shepherd has met needs and given unique illustrations that have encouraged me in the challenges that we've had. So I am speaking this morning to you from life, lessons, learning. (laughs) And those are all great L words. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. And so, at any rate, I wanted to just share with you a couple of things about um, how to recognize the shepherd as your father provider and your father protector. And um, just to say a couple of things about sheep, I'm so glad the Lord didn't call us pigs, and yeah. I'm so glad he didn't call us dogs. He did refer to those, but they were unbelievers. And he did call us little lambs and sheep. And one of the most comforting things is he is known as the lamb also. Mm-hmm. And I thought, what I need identity, that it's the lamb of God that taketh away the sins of the world. And that's his identity. And that's how he's seen us. So he sees us um, in the weakness and sometimes as little sheep here on earth in our in our foolishness and our stupidity lambs aren't known as being the smartest animal uh, out there but um, they are certainly the most protected and um, because the father god is looking out after him because that's how he's chosen to see us and 
one of the things that has meant so much to me this week is that he's a good shepherd, and I have sensed his presence all week long, no matter how many ups, no matter how many downs. And and when I wanted to waver maybe just in an emotion, there was that steadfast love that just was underwriting so that the peace could remain, the tranquility could remain, even though the circumstances were producing some mild, chaotic mm-hmm. um situations uh, this this week and so it was so comforting to really realize and one of the things that also stood out is that um, a lamb cries to its shepherd it bleats and the shepherd knows it's different cries if it's a hunger cry if it's a a hurt distress cry uh, if it's looking for its if the sheep is or the ewe is looking for its little lambs Mm -hmm. and uh, it reminded me that I need to be crying out to the Lord I don't need to try to be handling it in my own strength Uh, we do have the responsibility and the privilege of going to the word and letting the word strengthen us but that's really the Lord Jesus Christ who is doing that and what a comfort it brought uh, as I could get into the word and and I couldn't find anything else comfort food didn't work um, candy didn't even work chocolate didn't work but the word of God was able to bring the tranquility and restore calm and give hope and he says that we are in to encourage one another daily yeah. and you know what he did he encouraged me because he will remain true to his word. And if he says encourage, then we can rest assured he's going to do it. And then we I had an opportunity then to pass it on. So as as God is our shepherd, we shall not want. Right. In the, uh, how, how Psalm 23 starts. That's right. But in in those um, times when we feel like that there is that need Um, that we have, then we should cry out to God. So many times I think that we hold things in, like you were talking about the sheep bleeding, and the shepherd knows exactly what that sound that you're making, that the sheep's making, is for, whether that's for protection, for guidance, for, you know, uh, uh, just a cry out for, I don't understand, you know, what I'm dealing with or what I'm going through or why. Um, <clears throat> so we have to cry out to the Lord in, in those moments of, of distress. And so many times we don't cry out. We look for answers in different ways. Oh, yes. We usually go the other way before we cry out. Uh, We'll go find our escape mechanisms. We'll find the things that make us feel good. We'll work off of our emotions and foster the emotions that give us comfort, even if it may be against the scripture. But we are hurting so that we don't let the word of God soothe us. There is a verse in in Psalms 107, and I'm not going to quote it exactly, but it just said that he the people were in distress and he sent his word and healed them Mm. and so many times we can read the bible when we're in pain and it's like getting a bowl of dry oatmeal with no raisins and no milk but it really should always be like a piece of chocolate cake if you like Mm -hmm. chocolate cake it should always be rich but sometimes um, our pain distracts us from it being able to heal 
but to sit down with the great shepherd and what he has said, if we will meditate on that, then his word has to remain true, and he says it won't return void. And that has certainly been sufficiently true this week. Yeah, so it's a lot easier for us to to run to the kitchen and try to find some food to comfort us or, you know, find ourselves at the at the uh, liquor store, you know, finding a, a bottle of wine to soothe our our um, emotions sometimes. I mean, not necessarily so much I'm saying that, you know, all Christians do that. I'm saying people in general, you know, find themselves looking for answers in all the wrong places. All the wrong places. <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, and one of the wrong places, Sharon, that is highly dangerous is, um, and, and I didn't do this with you this week, but be to pick up a phone and start uh, griping about your circumstances, mm-hmm. murmuring and complaining. This mm-hmm. is unfair. I can't believe this person who's supposed to be my close confidant or a member of my family or a church member or a workplace member. I can't believe they did this. Can you believe such and such? Well, already now we've got ourselves in a hindrance mm-hmm. with the great shepherd and with the Holy Spirit because we're going against what they have said. They said, don't let any corrupt communication come out of your mouth, but what is edifying to the hearer at the moment. So, you know what, Sharon? I've kept my mouth shut a lot this week. (laughs) Well, you had some statistics earlier that you shared with me about um, the Google. Oh, I was Googling something this week and uh, the screen came up with it there was over 6,600 people that search Google every month looking for peace and asking how to overcome fear and that is amazing that's a lot of people yes yeah and and the sad thing is it's available with such a simple solution Mm -hmm. that our pride and our arrogance and our self-sufficiency and self-ambition prevents us from finding. Absolutely. So God, God as protector and provider is our shepherd. Yes. Yes. And, and another thing about that was comforting this, this week is that um, the shepherd was with me. 24 sevens. He didn't say, time out, I've got to go get some lunch. Mm-hmm. Or time out, I've got to go handle this situation. And when we realize that many times that our, our attacks are really attacks from the enemy, and to know that the enemy doesn't need to take coffee breaks, uh, it's great to have the comfort to know that the, Jesus Christ is with you. Uh, the Holy Spirit is in you 24 sevens. And so as the attacks come, I do love the verse in Ephesians 616, which says that we need above all, above all, that we need to take the shield of faith with which you will be able to quench all. And I love these three little words in the, mm-hmm. in the Bible <laughs> that you will be able to quench all the fiery darts of the wicked one. But you need to recognize if those fiery darts are definitely coming from the wicked one or if it's perhaps your own flesh just kicking up. Te- yes, or, or a testing from the Lord. That's one of the yes. things that, that I found for me in my new walk with Christ was that 
I didn't understand how to have that relationship with him. And so many times I would reject his um, his fire, you mm-hmm. know, so to speak, to test my faith, to uh, to mold my heart, to change my attitude or my actions. And so that that testing time, you know, will be specific. You know, it'll deal with certain areas of your life that God wants to change those characteristics. And the first thing that we need to be aware of on that is is that when those testings come and we are perplexed, overwhelmed, whatever adjective you want to use, the first thing the enemy is going to do is take an arrow of doubt. We're going to start to doubt his actions, his ways, his goodness, his love. Mm -hmm. As soon as we feel or sense that doubt, we need to stop short. And we don't feel protected anymore when we start feeling that way. We don't feel like God is protecting us or providing for us through those times when he actually is. Well, and being the good shepherd and the great shepherd, he is responsible for our total welfare. Uh, he's depend- We're dependent on him for our food, our water, our safe place, our health, and uh, where we reside, and, and to keep the, um, the predators away from us. Now, you were telling me about another aspect of the shepherd that that takes care of the sheep when they are cast cast that is so neat and i have not seen this firsthand but the story was given by someone who had mm-hmm. and was familiar with sheep and evidently had done a little shepherding um probably in levi's and nike's not in the long flowing <laughs> robes but um you know with a with a sheep i think it's like 25 to 100 is called a bunch 100 to 1000 is called a flock and a thousand over is called a band. Okay, so we've got different size of herds. Herds, okay, <laughs> of, of 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 sheep. But what can happen is a sheep can be in a particular place grazing, and um, can get off balance and fall down and get uh, into maybe an unlevel place on the ground to where they can't roll over and get back up. This is especially true if they are heavy with wool. Okay. And that wool's got all that lanolin in it, mm-hmm. see, and they get over on their back and they cannot roll to the side. Well, do you know they'll die in a matter of hours if they can't get rolled over? And I started to think they're helpless, Mm-hmm. They're hopeless. Another sheep or not even a big old ram can come along and help nudge them to get them back up on their feet. They are without any animal or human resource except for the great comforter. Mm-hmm. And they will look dead. Their, their, their four legs will be sticking straight up in the air and it'll look like rigor mortis has set in. So what does a shepherd do? He goes to that lamb, not discouraged, not ready to say, well, I'll just put a bullet in its head and get rid of this one. He starts to massage those limbs. 
those legs that keep that lamb up and going and walking and feeding. And he'll massage one leg and then he'll massage another and he'll keep going around and around on those legs, generating uh, really circulation circulation and for the blood flow to start Mm -hmm. to come back in. And then a little leg will twitch and then he'll keep rubbing them and then when he knows that the time is right, he will put his arms underneath that lamb's belly and help it stand up, but not let go, mm-hmm. not let go, but hold on to it till it can get its bearings. Now, for anybody that's hurting, that has got to be a picture of comfort. Mm-hmm. And he stays with that lamb <clears throat> until that lamb is ready to join the flock uh-huh. Or the mm-hmm. band, or whatever is a part of his herd. I don't right. know. I think herd's probably for another animal, but we'll <laughs> use it today. And that just blessed me with the detail, and mm-hmm. that he's there twenty four seven, and and he sees when we are helpless, and we're hopeless, and we, and we roll over on our back, and we lay there in despair, and probably and, some self pity, and, and woe is me, and hurt, and <laughs> anguish, and. You know, not that I'm making fun. I mean, I've been there. You know, that's the only reason I can laugh is because I have been on my back doing that exact Exact. same thing. And with a lot of fear. And with a lot of fear. Mm -hmm. And I can say that I have felt that very thing, not knowing the story until today uh, about the casting. Um, It's... um, it's, it's comforting to know that when I was down, that was the Lord comforting me. He was massaging my legs and helping me to stand back up and letting me get my bearings and encouraging me to, you know, go back and get get back part of the flock. Well, and I think we can, <clears throat> can also express that um, sometimes our getting on our backside with our legs straight up in there all four straight up in the air is because we haven't been able to pass through a time of grief we may have lost a loved one Mm -hmm. we may have gone through a separation we may have rebellious children and and we just can't keep going on it's Mm -hmm. just too much um so i think it's good to know that sometimes we are there by overwhelming circumstances sometimes we're there because we didn't watch where we were going Mm -hmm. and got into a uh, a crevice or something and could not get back out of it Um, but sometimes it's from another issue that happens with uh, lambs and that is certain times of the year they get nose flies now nose flies are just what you think of flies that are around the nostril and distressing the lamb or the sheep. They can be grazing and the nose flies come. The ewes quit nursing or letting the little ones nurse. They quit eating. They won't drink. They shake their heads violently. They stomp their feet. And it's a nose fly. Now, I don't know. Have you had some nose flies in your <laughs> yeah. life? 
I had a few nose flies today. <laughs> you know, it's the irritations. Mm-hmm. It's the things that make you sigh and think, how am I going to get this done today? Or And so we start to fret and we start mm-hmm. to worry trying to just meet legitimate deadlines. And sometimes nose things start out as nose flies and then next thing you know, you are on your back. That's true. That, that is so true. And yet Psalms 23 says mm-hmm. when that happens, he anoints those lambs and those sheep with oil. So the shepherd anoints the, the sheep with oil? With oil. And, of course, the oil is, is a symbolic for the Holy Spirit mm-hmm. in the scriptures. But literally, he would take like some olive oil and he would put that all over the uh, lambs and the sheep's snout. Okay. Okay. And as soon as that oil was applied, as soon as it was applied, then the irritation went away. And immediately the disposition of the sheep changed. They went back to feeding. They Mm -hmm. went back to caring for their young. And I thought, oh, Lord, what a valuable lesson that we recognize when the nose flies come. Mm -hmm. They're not the traumas of life. Right. But they are the daily irritations that can keep us from uh, really hearing the shepherd because the sheep are bouncing off the walls, Mm -hmm. so to speak, and they're not listening, even though they know his voice, they're not listening to him. Mm -hmm. So that was another good illustration for me this week to understand when a nose fly is around versus when something really traumatic has hit your your wall of faith. Mm -hmm. And do you have your shield of faith up with the fiery darts? Right. Um, There is a verse in Psalms 136, uh, 12, and it is a chapter about his mercy. And it just says he did this and his mercy endures forever. And he did that and his mercy endures forever. Well, in one thirty six twelve, it says that he holds out his outstretched arms with love because his mercy endures forever. So we should always realize that the Holy Spirit lives within. But symbolically, Jesus is never more than a arm's length away, right. that he is always close to us. And we can just say his name, if nothing else, and know that the shepherd as provider is steadfast. He's concerned. Uh, he's generous. He's adequate. He's trustworthy. Uh, He's a protector. All of those things that will help us walk the uncharted waters and keep us in a state where we can serve him. Our testimony won't be marred. Our witness will be fruitful and others can look and want to know the Good Shepherd. And, you know, one way we can do that is just by extending um, God's love to to people around us, our neighbors, our community, you know, um, our church is doing uh, something called Love Week next yes, week. Yes, yes. And um, this is a time where we, as a as a body of believers in this little church, uh, show the love of God in a tangible way to our community, just by helping them, uh, you know, with little projects that they have, painting a room or fixing a porch or, you know, helping those that are in need. 
And so, you know, Jesus said in in Matthew 25 that um, that we're sheep. The sheep were the ones that gave to him when he was when he was hurting, uh, fed him when he was hungry, gave him a drink when he was thirsty and, um, you know, clothed him when he was naked and visited him when he was sick. And and they did not even know that they saw him to to even do that. And he said, because when you did it to the least of these, you did it unto me. And so this is a way for us to be able to do for the least of these. Those who haven't been able to do for themselves for whatever reason. Right. And so um, I would just like to challenge any of you who are out there uh, to join in that effort to give back to your community, to to your neighbors in an act of love. At least this month, if you can't do it next week, if that's too soon and your schedule won't allow, but at least sometime this month, be able to give back to those around you in a tangible way. You know, many times you were telling me last night that um, many of those places overseas, you couldn't, they wouldn't listen unless you fed them first. You had to feed their need (laughs) for food before they they could listen, you know. And so there are there are many people out there who need to hear, but they can't hear because of all of the physical needs that are around them that they cannot shut up. Yes. And sometimes they're just so alone and they're uh, intimidated to ask for help. Mm -hmm. Uh, So I believe if somebody does have a legitimate need, they could call Grace Harbor. And mm-hmm. express that to uh, them and uh, see if we can't uh, be sufficient in, in making Jesus Christ known in a very practical way. And, you know, just in closing, I just want to say that we many times don't always understand the Lord's ways and, and we can question it and that can mm-hmm. shut us down. But we need to remember that his disciples remain true because they knew his voice and mm. they knew his character and they identified with their shepherd as his sheep. Amen. Well, Janie, I, I can't believe our time is up already. It. I know it. Um, but we will be back next week, and we are going to dig, um, keep digging into the heart of God and his character. You know, I think we could probably go all year with the heart of God and not touch everything I believe in his it. heart. Well, and it, considering uh, that it's going to take all of eternity <laughs> to... To get a handle on yes. it, and then we probably won't. But that's yes. just the vastness of the God yes. that we serve. And his love for us. And so I I will be getting this uh, test evaluation on the website, Proverbs3130ministry.com. If you uh, missed part of this podcast in, or this station broadcast, <laughs> you can go back and listen to the podcast. There we go. And um, you can also look at the teaching handouts, and, and I will uh, start getting that test or evaluation on for you to see areas of your life where you can grow closer to the Lord as Father. And um, it's a very good test, and I, and I hope that you can um, uh, learn some things about your own heart through it. So until next week, have a blessed one, and we'll see you then.